Welcome to the second episode of Voice In, a podcast from the Digital Media and Innovation Lab in Ellis Library. I'm your host, Nav Kanal. I'm the head of e-learning technologies at the University of Missouri Libraries. And I'm your co-host, Mia Marquis Ori. I'm a journalism student at the University of Missouri, and I work in the Digital Media Lab of Ellis Library. And today we're trying out something a little different. I know it's only our second episode, but normally the idea is to have a student guest to come in and chat with us. And that's what we did for the first episode. Uh, But for the second episode, we thought we'd bring in student voices in a slightly different way. If you remember, Mia, we talked about the scavenger hunt Mm -hmm. in the last episode, where Brooklyn talked about how she'd done done the scavenger hunt. And so as part of that, well, actually, let me tell you a little bit about what uh, the scavenger hunt is. It's an activity we created here at the libraries to introduce students to the libraries. It's a self-guided tour. And students basically go through the libraries answering questions, uh, finding clues, sort of, to answer these questions. And at the end, uh, the hope is the students have, students have gone through the library, uh, felt a little comfortable in the space, uh, learned a little bit about how to find uh, the basics, uh, how to seek help, uh, whom to ask, mm-hmm. or to feel comfortable to ask somebody. And at the end, we ask uh, students to write a haiku or a poem to talk about their experience. And we ask students, hey, can we share some of this? And some students say yes, they give us permission. So today, we have some of these poems. Yeah, so we um, just selected a couple and we printed them out on pieces of paper and we added it into a hat and we're just going to pick them out from the hat um, as we go along and read them and talk about them. And to help us do that, in the studio with us today is Tara Meadowcroft. She's an information services librarian at the Health Sciences Library. She is also a liaison to the Student Advisory Council for the University Libraries. Tara, can you tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and about uh, ALSAC, the Advisory Council, and the work you do with students? Sure, yeah. Um, like Nav said, I work at the Health Sciences Library, so my, most of my job is working with the hospital. And more recently, I was asked to be kind of a liaison to uh, undergraduate students by being an advisor to OLSAC. It's a very uh, acronymy way of saying, now I have to look at my notes, this <laughs> University Library Student Advisory Council is why we call it OLSAC, because it's very long. Um, this is a group of students who are representatives from various groups on campus. You might recognize a few, MSA, GPC, Legions of Black Collegians, so many more. Um, And we created the group this way, so that way, depending on their size, they have a certain amount of representation. Um, And those groups are pretty um, well-known on campus. They advocate for students very well, and it was our way to try to bring um, things that are happening in the library, things that have concerns, um, that it concerns students to go back to those groups to kind of finish that two-way communication, which is something that we hadn't done in the past. And it works pretty well. Um, We meet once a month um, and we kind of go over everything. Um, I'm trying to think of what we were l- recently doing. Um, they were really involved with um, space planning of Ellis Library. Um, there might be some changes in Ellis Library soon. Um, I recently had them help with a 
survey for a popular reading pilot that we're doing in Ellis Library in the Ellis Lounge. Um, Basically, they're kind of a way to kind of get student feedback, and it's great. Normally, in a non-pandemic situation, (laughs) we would be going to visit other libraries um, right before the campus shut down. Uh, January 2020, I had taken a group of students to kind of the San Jose area, San Francisco area, and we visited three universities, so UC Berkeley, um, San Jose State University, and Stanford University, so we could see other libraries. These were libraries we thought were aspirational um, and libraries that were kind of on par. For instance, UC Berkeley has a library that is much like um, the Ellis Library, so it was built around the same time. Um, and then San Jose State, which is a newer school um, and has a lot, like, r- really based on technology. It's really cool what they do. Um, those t- four students took that back, all the information they gathered, all the um, conversations with other librarians, and created a document called the Student Vision Document, which was the second iteration from the first one in, like, 2018. And in there, it's kind of their vision of what they want from the libraries, Ellis Library, of course, but all the other libraries. Yeah, and then just to remind our listeners, the Ellis Library, the library was built in 1915. And then there were three major additions done to it in 1936, 1960, 1987, uh, when we finally got what students see today as Ellis Library. And that actually leads me to something in the scavenger hunt. One of the things we hear a lot from students is, we are lost or we get lost. Um, so that's part of the reason, but also part part of getting lost is finding something too. And we that's what we hope the scavenger hunt does. And that's what we encourage students to do is come in and get lost a little bit and look around and find the wonders that the libraries hold. So, but without further ado, kind of let's let's pick out our first poem, and we will get back to talking with Tara in a little while. We're literally pulling this out of a hat, pulling the poems <laughs> out of a hat. So, okay. pass it to the person sitting closest to me, Mia. All right, pick out the hat. All right, what is stranger than solitude? Among many thousand voices, they sing soft, their tunes inked, so I may hear whenever I please, so I may cut my hands and receive a piece of their soul they bear and let me bear as I flip their countless leaves. So this actually, this one's really cool. This is one um, Nav picked out, but they're kind of playing a lot of, like, talking a lot about, like, the books here in Ellis, you know, like inked, their tunes inked, um, or as they flip their countless leaves. So like pages, paper, obviously come from trees. Um, so that's actually really cool that they um, try to tie in like a lot of nature into this and like into the books. So yeah. Yeah, it's not definitely anything I was expecting to hear. Um, <laughs> um, and it's cool because, I mean, Libraries are books, but how we see libraries changing, they're more of just spaces because people want to study, but people always want books and just the comfort of them. I don't know. There is just something about it um, that 
who knows what it is, but it's it's kind of cool to hear that it's not just the studying that they like being surrounded by all these books. I think especially too, like growing up in a generation with a lot of technology, like movies and everything, there is something comforting about reading a book or like being surrounded by just books, even if you're not reading them. <laughs> like even if you're on your laptop in the library, there's something about like being surrounded by all these books that people spent so much time and energy writing um and they really are like long lasting yeah and and that to that point it is talking about a history a, co- a conversation across history i mean people have been talking into these pages uh with ink and hundreds of years later or decades later anyways in most cases we can read what they say and uh in our own way communicate back by writing and reading and uh, with scholarship, uh, with sharing with our friends or classmates, uh, that conversation continues. That's really deep. Yeah, definitely. All right, I'm gonna pass it over to Tara. Oh, sure. <laughs> I enjoyed getting familiar with the library. Now it's time to grab some lunch. <laughs> Very true. Like that it. would probably be me. me yeah. On the scavenger hunt. <laughs> hey, gotta eat. Gotta feed that brain. Yeah. So true. I wonder where they went to eat. The library is something that catches your attention with its outstanding architecture. But once you go inside, the true marvels are the people within these walls and the literature they are pursuing. Yeah, no, I thought that one was really cool. Um, and because I feel like, like anything, it's always the people, like no matter what, not even just like the library, just the zoo in general, even if you have like such a pretty campus and pretty buildings, um, it's the people that I feel like make, you know, the difference or like what's inside. Um, yeah. So I thought that one was cool. Cool. So I have a question for Tara uh, to take a break from the poetry. What is the most rewarding part of about working with students? Oh, great question. I will say previously, before I had this role, um, working at the Health Sciences Library, I didn't interact with a lot of students as much um, as I I thought as a librarian, um, just because my library is so specialized. Um, And I miss that. Um, Being around um, students, like, or what you mentioned, that the people make the spaces. And so as a person who is here during the summer when there's not a lot of students and having been in this building when no one's in it yet, it's kind of creepy. Um, (laughs) But it's like you miss all those sounds. You miss being a part of the campus life. And I think that's actually the most rewarding thing working with students again um, is seeing all the work that the libraries are doing and how it's directly affecting the students. Um, and also just getting that feedback because um, we as librarians, like we're not the end result of a lot of this stuff. We're kind of going, well, this would be cool. Um, and it's kind of neat being able to say like, we're going to do this. Is this something that you want? And um, it's also cool seeing students who are really excited about libraries. Um, as a person who went to library school, I'm excited about libraries, <laughs> but it's cool to see other students who are not excited and advocating for the libraries. It's really neat. Cool. All right, let's uh, continue with... Yeah. That, that was 
profound. I said, cool. <laughs> uh, as a transition. Uh, let's uh, go to the next one. Oops, I picked up the second one here. Ellis Library, a place to study and read. Home for all who seek. I mean, it's true. <laughs> I mean, it really is. Um, I feel like when I go into Ellis, like... I, that's where I study predominantly, I would say, is in Ellis Library, second floor. That's where I go. And um, I see new people and the same people here all the time. Um, and I can definitely see how it can be a home for someone and how they might feel comfortable coming here every day to study. Yeah. And it, it sounds like they're saying not a home for those who seek a home, but more home for those who seek Yes. Like knowledge, or right? Oh, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to the next. I'll, I'll give that to you. Okay. Um, going to Ellis has been quite helpful. Going to Ellis has been what I need. A quiet place to study or finding a book. Ellis has everything indeed. Their coffee is a must. Their computers are quite handy. Going to Ellis makes everything dandy. I like that. There the you rhyming. I know. Good. Yeah. Like Dr. Seuss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to to think these are all on the spot, like people doing it on their phone. So kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I hope students have fun writing the haikus and poems. I think so, because is it an option or do they have to do it? I think it's required. It? Okay. Yeah, it's a required right? field. Yeah. They could have it, it, definitely just not done it or like wrote something else. So I think it's, I mean, I think that's cool that they did that. Yeah. Well, let's uh, go for another one. Let me see if I'll pick one that's similar to lunch. (laughs) Okay, this one. Cozy, inviting, willingly lost in the books, happily reads more. Yeah. Yeah, You can definitely get lost here. I've done, that's happened to me quite a few times. (laughs) Me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And, and I think that that sounded a little like a haiku too. Yeah. I didn't count them, but I'm. It looks like one, so yeah. mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess. Yeah, because yeah, you need the right amount of words and. I think it's five seven five. A haiku. Yeah, it is. Is that something you've heard from students like getting lost? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, um, because it has all these like different uh, wings. It is confusing and. Um, it's, I don't know. I was telling Mia earlier, uh, a high school class came here, and they didn't need help with anything else other than finding a book. And I was like, oh, no, I don't work in this library. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. We're going on an adventure. And we still found it. But, yeah. How long did it take you? Um, Maybe, like, five minutes. And then it kind of mm-hmm. felt weird because I was, like, taking these high school students with me, and I'm we're away from the group and I'm like I really hope we're not getting lost they were they were fine with it they thought it was so cool being in the stacks um and it is kind of cool um being in those west stacks I'm pointing over but in the west area those are some they're pretty neat I know I feel like I would get I get lost in here we were actually previously talking about um just kind of like the history or like the architecture of and like how Ellis was built. I don't know now if you can touch more on this, but 
how it was like, <laughs> it was like very, like, when they built it, like it's so confusing with the fourth floor because they added different wings and some of like the architecture and the outside is even still, like you can see the exterior and the interior and um, just, I guess, being added on so many floors. Yeah, when, when, they, when they did some of the early building, they always left... Uh, room for growth. So even when they built that main part of the library, they left places cut, almost like cutouts that they closed up uh, on the east and west side for the uh, for the corridor when the next wing was added. Um, and some some of the, so some of the the west stacks when you when you're inside you notice some of the in even inside you notice some of the exterior windows mm -hmm. and that's cool when you say oh I know where that you know that's the older building and that's the newer part so it's there's some telling features the the plan definitely was to keep growing and I think I, I think there's still more that it was designed to grow but I think we're at this point here we are yeah um, all right let's move on to the next one I picked one. There are things that trespass the barriers of time in such a big place where pieces of many eras and generations are found. One can travel to far and beyond without even leaving from here. Wow, that one's really, really cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, no, yeah, it really is true, like, especially too, if a book is like written like such a long time or recently but like such a long time ago it really does like trespass the barriers of time you know like when you pick up that book and you read it like from Shakespeare or whoever you know written in like the 1800s um and it's still so popular today yeah, yeah. It, it's something to being in a building too I mean you can do some of these you know you can get it on your um Kindle or whatever, mm -hmm. but being in the library in a space with history, in a space that other students have been before you um, and have called their university or their space, their library, generations ago, and you're doing that now. This yeah. is my library, my space, my university. And to know that there'll be others in the future coming in saying, this is our space, our our library. and And so I think... The space provides that, and definitely the books to uh, mm -hmm. go past, go beyond time and space. Um, okay, uh, shall we read one more? Yeah, let's do one more. And a few more after that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Off of Ninth and Conley, a center of knowledge and resources. Come by to have a good time. Let your inner thoughts fly. Open up anything that speaks your mind. Ellis Library, get on to it. Yeah, they know the street names. <laughs> That's. I mean, I do know it's on Ninth Street. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed. I wouldn't have thought about the other one. No. Nope. Yeah, that is so funny. In place, it's in yeah. in a certain location yeah. and online too. Yeah, it's online. <laughs> oh, this is a. Oh, oh no. Tara picked up a long one. <laughs> uh, uh, mm, this is silly, but okay. <laughs> Um, it's several lines, so here we go. Mm -hmm. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I r said that so well, too. You want a book to go? Four levels, east and west, coffee on the ground floor. We love books more and more. Mizzou Library, yeah. Mizzou Library, yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Want a book to go? Check it out soon. <laughs> Check it out soon. 
Mizzou Library. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if I was supposed to uh, say that like a cheer. Um, <laughs> my time as a cheerleader did not come out there, but you were a cheerleader. Oh, yes, a long time ago. <laughs> we don't need to discuss that. Um, but. That's how it, it was probably supposed to have some kind of cadence to it, and I did not, but... Um, no, I will say Mia selected that one, so maybe we should ask her to do a cheer. Oh, no. Me? Oh, I was not a cheerleader. I could be a cheerleader. No, just kidding. Um, cheer, cheer the libraries on and our students. Uh, no, I just thought that one was funny. It is I funny. Was, I like it. <laughs> so, Tara, what inspired you to want to work with libraries? Um, so, before I was a librarian, um, I actually went to pharmacy school. And um, obviously, that didn't work out. Um, <laughs> but it was really interesting. My second year in pharmacy school, it was very hard. Physics and organic chemistry not great. Oh, yeah. Um, I hear that's bad. Yeah, and it was in the same semester, and that was the, the one semester I decided to leave. But mm-hmm. um, I remember when I moved into the dorm, I had a bunch of books. I like, had to bring them with me. And my mom's like, you don't have enough room in the car. And I was like, I need these books. Like, <laughs> I don't care what else I have. Like, I need these. Um, and I even cleaned out a drawer clean out a drawer it was like a drawer for clothes and i dedicated that drawer for all my books no, um, not your no these are not your textbooks no okay. no i was not going to read my organic chemistry textbook no um <laughs> but um whenever i was having a very stressful time which that was like 100 percent of the time there i would be like you know what? i'm just gonna read and um and so that was one of the reasons like when I transferred to another school and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm having this crisis. What am I going to do? The library at my undergrad was just like the place I love to go. And the librarians there were super helpful. And I was like, I would love to do that. I honestly didn't even know how you could become a librarian. Mm-hmm. I like graduated um, my undergrad and I was like, I worked somewhere for a year and that's when I figured it out. But I was like, this would be great. Why didn't I think about that before? <laughs> um and then happened to fall into be being a health sciences librarian. Um, it helped that I had like a pharmacy background, but like barely uh, a pharmacy background. But that's how I did that. Mm-hmm. Oh, really cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, let's continue. Yeah. We'll we wrap have... it up with a few more haikus. Yeah. At the library today makes me feel a special way. I had to do this for a grade and was not even paid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so they're talking about the scavenger hunt, um, which, you know, it, it's it's not it's not designed to be a game or replace a game that you would play in your free time. It is, uh, in a way, an academic activity where you're co- going to learn about the libraries. But hopefully, we've made it in in a fun way where you you can do this activity with your friends. You can come at your own time. I don't know. I think it would be cool. I mean, I still have never been officially given a tour of this library, so I've stumbled <laughs> upon a lot of stuff in my few years being here. So I think that would be cool. I think everyone who comes to work here should probably do a scavenger hunt, too. I'll send you a link. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I liked the library. The library is big, full of information to dig, not a place to have a strawberry. 
I was very, when I read this one, I remember just being like, there has to be some story behind this mm. of like the person wanting to have a strawberry or something. I don't know. I just thought that one was funny. Um, and they couldn't find it in the library. Yeah, I guess there's not a place to have a strawberry. I guess not. Maybe that is something that... We should we, let the Bookmark Cafe know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Roses are red, violets are blue. I love the library. I hope you do too. I do love the library. <laughs> <laughs> no, we get a lot of the roses are red, violets are blue. I like Alice Library. What about you? The yeah. Things like that. Yeah, yeah it, that's a classic. I do think that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I picked this one up and noticed it a while be uh, before, but didn't actually pick it up. But here it is again. Where dreams come true and stories begin, Alice Library holds the key within. Fiction and history all rolled into one. The Alice Library is a place for mystery and fun. See, I told you, it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> it's adventurous. <laughs> okay, this one is, I have been here so many times. And that's it. <laughs> well, I'm glad they've been here so many times. I know. Uh, that's probably <laughs> well, that's a, Yeah, that's a, that's a letter of support. Yes. Yeah, exactly. No people are coming in. Oh, this is pretty similar to the other one. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fool. I know the library is cool. Hey. It is cool. So true. Another ringing endorsement. <laughs> the library is like a castle, many rooms unexplored. It serves a purpose to many students on campus, and it's like a galore of books that makes it great to explore. All right. I like that. I've yeah. heard... Um, uh, Harry Potter, I've heard like Harry Potter library, uh, the room 201, the grand reading room. Yeah. People have talked about that. Yes. Um, or like Monsters University. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of like yeah. a castle. Makes sense. All right. We'll do a few more. Monsters University. We're, I love the librarian in there. She like tells people to be quiet. Oh, yeah. It's very big. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, that yeah. movie is so good. That it movie is, is like. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought college was. I mean, it kind of is. Right? Yeah, it's quite similar. Yeah. That, that's one aspect of the library, sorry. Yeah. Uh, a quiet space to study. And we have places where we want people to talk and have, have coffee and have conversation and work in groups and or come here to the digital media lab, make recordings, podcasts, sing songs. Uh, so the, Sing the, songs. <laughs> yeah, no, we have students who come uh, to our recording booth, audio booth, and uh, record audio uh, for their demo CDs or wow. whatever they're doing. Yeah. yeah, no, we've gotten um, a couple of students. Yeah, they're like, one I know is making an album, which I thought was really cool. Wow. Um, but yeah, I know, isn't that crazy? That's awesome. Um, this one actually kind of touches on, also not to like promote, but like the Digital Media Lab. The library is where I feel at home. The library is like a football dome. It's got everything you need, from entertainment to printing a 3D seed. The library is where I feel at home. So yeah, we can also do 3D printing in the digital media lab. Yeah, uh, at this point, right now, I mean, we the 3D printer is on, on hold for mm -hmm. various reasons, but we do have 3D scanning students can do, and there are places on campus we can students can print too. Uh, but there was a time we did actively print uh, print 3D projects for students. Mm -hmm. I hope to get back to it. Yeah. Tara, do you want to do one? Sure. 
While other schools are jealous, I am with zealous due to the one and only great Ellis. That's pretty good. That's a good one. <laughs> That's good. I like that one. <laughs> okay, I have, I have one more, and I think we have time for one more after that. With the power of Merlin, you can make the Alice Library your Camelot. That was good. That was good. Right? That's kind of reading into our online catalog, right. which is called Merlin. Mm-hmm. Um, and tying that to uh, King Arthur, mm-hmm. uh, the story of Camelot. And again, uh, well, I guess Camelot isn't, I was going to say, as Ellis and the libraries as a castle, but Camelot is more a place and maybe a theme too yeah or an idea mm-hmm. ideal i always wondered i remember in my undergrad it was all a part of the same system i can't remember what theirs were but their the other libraries have named their catalogs arthur and i can't remember the other ones but i when i got here i was like oh it makes sense now they did it on purpose <laughs> yeah the four campuses with yeah. the king arthur's theme. yep Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Oh, wait, wait. Why are they like tied in with Arthur in Camelot? Are they all? The university system has multiple campuses, and each campus decided, okay, we're going to go with King Arthur theme for our search catalogs. Oh, just right. Okay, yeah, our so last, last one for this evening. There's a locked door, yet no bolt to keep you out. One just turns the key. Ooh, that's deep. No, really, it is. That is cool. I don't know where this key would be because I think you just opened the door when you go into the library. Yeah. That's all. It Open takes, for all. Yeah. You just cool. step in and the door opens for and you. And there you go. All right. Well, that's been fun. Uh, Tara, thank you so much for helping us out uh, reading these poems and talking with us a little bit. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening to Voice In. I'm Nav Kanal. And I'm Mia Marchiori. And this is Voice In. Until next time. <laughs>